Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. We are thrilled that this podcast is gaining recognition as a resource for small business and entrepreneurs. From MSNBC's Your Business to Inc.com to Fit Small Business and a whole bunch of other sites, Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast is enjoying inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to. This is due in large part to the wonderful guests that I have had the pleasure of speaking with over the years, and today is no different. My guest today is Cristal Glanchai. Cristal is a scientist, entrepreneur, and mentor with a passion for teaching and engaging kids, especially girls, in technology and entrepreneurship. She's the founder and CEO of Venture Lab, a nonprofit that runs experiential learning programs in youth tech entrepreneurship. She's also the director of the Blackstone Launchpad at the University of Texas and the director of the Texas Entrepreneurship Exchange at the University of Texas at Austin. Thank you so much for joining me today, Cristal. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a girl and uh, STEM was not necessarily my strong suit. <laughs> uh, math was okay, but you know, the STEM wasn't the greatest. Um, but to talk with me some about why it's so important that kids get into a STEM education. Well, yeah, I think in our world currently, technology is rapidly changing. And I think uh, careers in the future are all going to be technologically enabled. So it's very important that both our girls and boys have a comfort and understanding of STEM. Unfortunately, right now, girls are already being left behind in STEM fields. So I just want to make sure that in the future, so we have men and women creating our future, that we're able to get girls up to speed in the STEM fields. Do you think, I was listening to you say that and I was thinking, I feel like there's a disconnect with kids today because they're digital natives. They're, they've grown mm -hmm. up with technology that we never had. So I could see girls not you know, for a, any number of reasons, not really engaging. But these kids today are living with these things, I guess, without even realizing they are. So it seems disconnected to me why they're not um, interested, I guess, or mm -hmm. thinking they can do it. You know, what, what, what do you think? What is, 
is that going on there? Well, I think it's more so in the technology that is going to be important in the future. So um, for girls and particularly with, with coding and computer science, um, they're not really connecting with the subjects. I think girls really need to see how STEM applies to helping people on the planet. And when they go into these courses, especially in college with, um, you know, all the kind of gateway courses that try and weed people out, uh, just the language that, that's used, the competitiveness, the lack of other females and female role models in, the, in these fields um, really isn't compelling and engaging girls to want to, to pursue those pathways. Oh, I get that. That's interesting. But it is interesting, okay. too, because in the future, it's going to be great to understand STEM and be comfortable with it. But like you said, our technology is constantly changing. So if you're learning Java yeah. now, that may not be the case in the future. And that actually yeah. goes to the, my premise that kids actually need to learn the entrepreneurial mindset. And I think that is really what is going to help girls and all kids be success, successful in the future. Okay. Talk to me some more about that because you say there, there's a connection between STEM education and entrepreneurship for kids. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so for me, share. yeah, for me, entrepreneurship really brings STEM to life. So it's great that we're learning STEM in our classes. It's great that we're learning coding or learning math, but we really need to learn how apply, to apply these STEM problems to help people and help the planet to actually solve real world problems. So it's important for us to teach kids about market research and going out and talking to people and, and using empathy to figure out what are their problems, what are their needs, and going out and practicing their creative problem solving skills. And then being able to look for opportunities. So, okay, here's a great idea, here's a problem. What is this actually an opportunity to turn it into a product or a service or even a company? And then using everything that they're learning from different fields to create something new, to create something that doesn't exist. So for me, entrepreneurship is really going to allow kids to apply what they're learning and to be able to create their own careers in the future. I love that. Uh, that is that makes so much sense to me, and I was listening to you talk about it and thinking, I totally get the this idea about if kids understand how technology can help them, you know, help the world. That that, that there's all of these positive things that technology allows you to do, and if they are looking at what is going on. And then translating it to, and is there a, a solution in the technology realm, then that would be inspiring for them. That would be problem solving and puzzle solving sort of, you know, and, and could really, then it's not a job. It's something fun. It's something that they can be as enthusiastic about. Yeah. And I think entrepreneurship brings that engagement because it brings yeah. out their passions. They're, they're following their passion they're creating their own future, and it really gets them excited about maybe a, a STEM field that they didn't think was interesting. Yeah, right. Exactly. And we talk so much about entrepreneurship these days, but I don't think enough of the conversation is really around finding something you're passionate about. Like, I think a lot of these younger people 
think, oh, I have to be an entrepreneur. I have to start a business. Okay, I have to find something mm-hmm. that I can do as opposed to, you know, what problems are there? Or what am I really interested in? And is there a way to create uh, a solution? You know, is there really a need with something that I'm interested in? That That is fascinating. Yeah. I think that's really important, and, and we've noticed it in a bunch of our students. So we had a, a 13-year-old, um, Estrella Hernandez, who was really passionate about ending obesity. Um, she's from San Antonio, and San Antonio has a really large um, obesity problem. She also experienced it in her family. So she ended up using, um, she came up with an idea for an app that connected by Bluetooth to a pedometer in your shoe. So as you did more walking and exercising, it would unlock different levels in her game. And as you unlocked more levels, you would get coupons to healthy food restaurants, to museums. But the whole thing is that she was using technology to help solve this problem that she was passionate about. And she ended up getting on the mayor's fitness council, raising over $200,000, creating a beta app. And so to me, that's, that's the really, the real story is applying this technology to solve a problem that you're passionate about. Absolutely. That's such a great example. Wow. Yeah, she was amazing. That's terrific. No kidding. So, um, speaking of her, because, you know, she's a girl. So, is this, the, is this the way that you get girls more interested in the STEM field? By having them go out and do the market research and talk to people or tapping into their own experiences? Well, to me, it's first giving them exposure to STEM. So it's showing them how to use a 3D printer, teaching them how to create an app, teaching them how to make a website. So it's kind of giving them some early successes with STEM and experimenting with them, making it kind of safe to fail and to play around with it. And then it's taking it that next step of saying, okay, well, we've got these tools. We've got these technology tools. How can these be helpful in solving a problem? And then building up their confidence, too, and getting them out and speaking to people. So if it's a, if it's a young child, you know, you, we, we have them go out with their parents, or maybe they interview other people in their school with their teachers or other classes. But it's also building that confidence of being able to go out and explain your ideas to others, and then go back and do the research and say, hey, is this something that's feasible? Can, can I actually make a profit from this? Can I put this up on my website and sell it? So it's really giving girls a quick and easy taste of STEM and a taste of entrepreneurship. I see. So that sounds to me like the STEM comes first, you get them comfortable with it because that sounds to me like that's part of the problem that for whatever reason, girls aren't necessarily, they're they're not drawn to science and technology and that kind of thing. So if you can get them uh, exposed to it and having fun with it and feeling confident with it, then you can pull the thread on that. And I think the key part is having fun with it and showing how that technology can help people. That, that really pulls people in. It pulls girls in. Yeah, that's interesting. Why, what, is there a reason for that? Why that's different for girls? Um, Well, there's been studies done. I think it was the uh, Girl Scouts of America that did a study showing that girls tend to go into STEM fields um, I don't remember the percentages, but they go into STEM fields more often when they actually see that they're solving some sort of societal problem or helping people. So a, a lot of the career fields that women go into are actually careers that are helping others. 
Um, yeah. yeah. And I think another thing too, with the fun aspect is that people don't realize they're learning when they're having fun. When you turn it into a game, when you gamify it or make it like they're playing, they don't realize yeah. that they're learning. And that just makes them even more excited about learning more. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I kept thinking about fun when you were talking about that girl's app because I thought, how ingenious is that, that you have it connected to unlocking levels in a game that she's yeah. playing? I mean, how it's so motivating because it's mm -hmm. something they like doing, you know, kids like doing anyway. So I love that connectivity of thinking beyond, okay, this is just going to help you and you'll get coupons, I think, which they do, but yeah. that added. But yeah, I love that. I think that's really really terrific. So um, I, I'm going to take a quick sponsor break because then I got a bunch of questions that I want to ask you. I want to make sure I have the opportunity to do that. All right. So Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. If you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are 80-20 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall and The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today, we're talking to Cristal Glanchai about STEM fields and entrepreneurship, especially for women. So, Cristal, um, one of the things that I thought was interesting about what we were talking about a minute ago is, you know, having these kids go out, you know, learning about STEM, being comfortable with it, and then going out and talking to people. And th I've heard the statistic that 65% of kids are going to have jobs that they can't even imagine today that don't even exist today. So what in your estimation does that mean in terms of how we educate kids? Like how do you prepare them for a future they can't even comprehend? Well, I'd say that that goes to the entrepreneurial mindset. It's teaching them to be adaptable. It's teaching them about lateral thinking. So pulling different um, concepts and ideas from different disciplines. It's the whole thing about empathy and being able to figure out the needs of someone else or the feelings of someone else. It's creative problem solving. So it's really all of those softer skills and those entrepreneurial skills, um, seeking out opportunities. You know, if, if we don't really know what's going to be around you know, 20 years from now, what, what do we think? What can we see as potential opportunities in the future? So it's not necessarily teaching them exact science and technology skills because those won't be around, but it's teaching right. them those other skills of being adaptable, problem solving, thinking entrepreneurially, looking for opportunities. It's really that entrepreneurial mindset that I think is really important. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. It's, it's that curiosity and paying attention because you don't know what you don't know, but if you're paying attention to what's going on and you believe that you are capable, I would say two things. One, that you are capable of problem solving and that STEM 
affords you the opportunity, you know, totally different opportunities for creating solutions, then I think people are more likely to see an opportunity when it presents itself, regardless of any past knowledge about anything. Well, I think that's an important thing that I teach at Venture Lab is observation. So really observing patterns that are going on, regulatory patterns, what's you know, and we can, one thing I think might is going to be important for my kids is climatology, um, artificial yeah. intelligence, virtual reality. Um, I'm really excited right now about kind of the, um, the, the brain computers or being able to, you know, remotely control something using your mind. Um, and just how virtual reality is going to change in the future. I mean, we're going to have people, you know, virtually designing artificial, you know, hearts and then 3D printing them and implanting them. I, it's just, I can see so many things in the future that our kids are going to need to understand or be passionate about. And it's, it's really amazing when you think about the opportunities and, and what can be possible in the future because of technology. Yeah, it's crazy. I, it always makes me think of Star Trek. Yes. When, yep. <laughs> right, right? The beam me up, Scotty, and when the doctor would wave that thing over the person's body and then look at it and tell you what was wrong with the person, they never had to do an x-ray or they just like, you could read it. And, and we're just about there. Yes, and, I agree. Right? So all those things people thought of before eventually become a reality. It's, it's crazy, I guess. I mean, I don't think we would have thought back then that and we were going to see any of those things in our yeah, I mean, life. We have, we have cars that drive themselves. Yeah. Um, so scientists have actually been able to teleport atoms. So my, my thing is I've always loved teleportation. So I'm hoping at some point we can teleport a human, but we have teleported yeah. atoms. Wow. Um, yeah. Just so many amazing uh, technological advances. Yeah. Every day. It's just, it, it's crazy. So my, talk to me more about Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say my background's nanotechnology, and I, I started doing research in nano back in 2003. And I'm actually surprised at, at how little we still know about it, but I can totally see in the future, you know, nanobots that are going to be, you know, repairing our bodies from the inside. Yeah, oh, weird. Weird. That makes me think of the, when they created the little, camera and the little pill that supposedly you could take instead of having a colonoscopy, which I've never seen actually <laughs> being offered anywhere, but <laughs> wow, that would be awesome. Anyway, you, know, you just think of this, and then that reminds, this is so ridiculous because I'm really aging myself, but that reminds me of um, Land of the Giants because that, I mean, it was a long time ago, but there was a show about people who were shrunk, got shrunk by something, huh. I don't know, radiation. And so they could go and they had this little spaceship. And so they could like go inside of things that. Oh, that's funny. And they had to, you know, stay away from cats. And anyway. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, I mean, that's when I was growing up, there was all of that there, you know, there was lost in space with the robots mm -hmm. that talked and, and could sense danger. And, you know, now look at us, we, we've got all sorts of crazy things going on. So yeah, I think it's very exciting. Yeah. So Tell, I, I would really like to better understand Venture Lab and what you're doing there really to prepare this next generation of entrepreneurs. 
Yeah, VentureLab, we are basically teaching youth the entrepreneurial mindset. So for me, I think anyone can be an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter your field, if you're an artist, if you're a dancer, if you're a musician, if you're a teacher, so an artist, if you need to know how to market your art, if you're gonna have your own studio, if you're a musician, it's the same yeah. thing. Even if you're a teacher, you have to be resourceful and you're gonna to have to find you know, items for your students and make sure you have your class ready. So to me, entrepreneurship is not just about starting companies, it's about having this entrepreneurial mindset and being entrepreneurial. So in the courses we teach, we teach the entrepreneurial mindset and then we also teach the entrepreneurial skill set. But for me, it's really critical that, that kids really understand the mindset because that's really what underlies everything yeah. that entrepreneurs do. So for me, the mindset is you know, not being afraid to try and fail and kind of redefining failure as part of the learning process. It's part of the scientific method. You know, you have a hypothesis, you test it, and it either works or doesn't work, and you try again. Yeah. So really not letting failure um, stop you, making sure you have a growth mindset and realizing that your mind can grow and that you can achieve anything, having courage and, the, and being able to dare and take risks, having that persistence and grit, really you know, observing and seeking out opportunities, being curious, optimistic, resourceful, adaptable. Those are kind of the, the mindsets that we think are really important. And yeah. the skill sets, it's really, you know, everything is designed and created in teams. It's not just one person. So learning how to work in teams, learning how to brainstorm and generate ideas, looking at opportunity analysis, going out and doing your market research, thinking about prototyping and designing, then thinking about your business model and your methodology and how you're gonna convince people. So pitching your audience. And right now we're actually trying to democratize entrepreneurship. We think every kid and person should understand the mindset and skill set. So we have actually put online for free bite-sized chunks of our entrepreneurship curriculum and are talking about our mindset and skill set. So we want everyone to be able to, parents, teachers, anyone to come in and just say, hey, I'm interested in creativity or I'm interested in just what does it mean to be an entrepreneur or I'm interested in business model methodology. So anyone can come online and actually learn about it for free. That's awesome. Is there anything in your curriculum that's different for girls than boys? Well, so the curriculum is actually designed with girls in mind. My whole okay. passion is always to, to empower women and to really decrease that gender gap. So when I designed the curriculum, it was specifically for teaching girls. But we also realized that, you know, what's good for girls is also good for boys. The boys seem to do just as well with the curriculum. And I know that we've created it to such a level. I mean, basically we try to create an environment that is safe for failure, where kids can have fun and where it's, it's safe to let out silly ideas. So we want it to be a very encouraging and warm teaching environment. Yeah, it sounds like it would be great for both of them. And, and probably uh, really, it's so, th this may sound a little strange because I know your emphasis is on girls, but I'll bet it's really going to help this generation of boys be more empathetic and observational and aware and all of those, you know, softer skills that are so valuable just in life. Yeah. And that's actually part of the, that's part of the plan too, is, is 
teaching boys that girls are equally as capable and just showing that, yeah. hey, we're, we're all people, we're, we're all entrepreneurs, we can all be entrepreneurial. Um, and just for me, it's more of a culture change. I had tried to change it kind of from the, you know, starting at the top, starting with women CEOs and entrepreneurs and then at the college level. And I realized that I think I was already a little bit too late. Um, a lot of women had already lost that confidence. So for yeah. me, I wanted to start at age four. I wanted to start with girls before they entered school, before they were indoctrinated with, you know, a lot of this unconscious uh, bias. And yeah. you know, they see all this stuff on TV and cartoons with no female cartoon leads or girl scientists. So I just, I really wanted to start young and create a culture change. It's really great. Good for you. I, I think that it, this is such a great idea and cause and venture and speaking of which so you have this book venture girls raising entrepreneurial girls to be tomorrow's leaders can you tell me some about that yeah so venture girls raising girls to be tomorrow's leaders is a lot of the stuff that we teach at venture labs so it's talking about the entrepreneurial mindset it's talking about the entrepreneurial skill set it also talks about a couple things that i think are really important so making sure that we show girls how STEM helps people on the planet. Talking about starting young and having encouragement from fathers, which is actually very important. It talks about providing female role models and self-casting. So how girls will actually be able to cast themselves in these positions if they see more women in these roles. I talk a lot about redefining failure, um, really instilling that sense of curiosity and creativity and instilling the growth mindset in our kids. That's so great. I'm buying it for my daughter. She's 18, but she's never too old. To yes, I don't, she be an I don't think right? so either. We have, we have a section for, for high school and above, and then we actually have a little section for boys too. Oh, nice. Maybe I'll get it for my son as well. And he'll say, <laughs> why are you giving me a book about girls? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll have to explain it to him. So this is so great. I, I really, I applaud you. I think what you're doing is so fabulous and so important for the, our planet and our future and, you know, every direction that we need to be going in to make sure we still have all of these things. Um, and, you know, especially for girls who have, for, for whatever reason, have really been raised with this idea that this is not where our strong suit is. It's Mm -hmm. sort of strange, but you know, and it's unfortunate. So can you tell my listeners how they can get the book and how they can find out more about Venture Lab and you and yeah, you, got you can find out more about the book at www.venturegirls.org. And you can find out more about Venture Lab at www.venturelab.org. And we'd love to have you come order the book, check out our free curriculum and get more involved in spreading the entrepreneurial mindset. Awesome. It's so great. Are you familiar with the Entrepreneurial Learning Initiative? I think it's, um, it was started here in Cleveland, but I think now it's run by the Kauffman Foundation. Hmm. I, you know, I have not yeah. heard of that. I'm surprised. I'm this guy, right Gary, now. whose name total, whose last name totally escapes me. He's from Cleveland. He started it and he wrote a book, Who Owns the Ice House? I think is oh, okay. Called. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that might be, some, you know, there might be like some collaboration that, um, oh, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, and offline, I can, I think I have got his contact information. So. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a look. So anyway, sorry, but that's how my mind works. Um, so <laughs> thank you so much for sharing this information. It, it, I, I think it, like I said, I mean, I'm really excited about it. I think this is really a great thing that you're doing. And I think it's just going to have a huge impact on how we engage moving forward as far as technology and the future and problem solving and regardless of gender, which, you know, will really be awesome. So thanks for um, coming on and, and sharing that information with my listeners. I would also like to thank my listeners because they're why we're doing this thing and our sponsor. Um, to get a free trial and a free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash business growth to sign up. Continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.